Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always, co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? It's good to be back, Chris. Uh, it feels like it's been... It is good to be back. It feels like it's been forever, in eight days. Another No Friday episode. We gotta, fi- we gotta nail our schedule out. We're gonna... We're gonna figure it out. What would we have keep a coming schedule up. and then it just doesn't work? No, the, the schedule needs to be remastered because it, it, it's not. Yeah, it's not working out because we keep having things come up during <laughs> our schedule. So we're gonna figure I don't it think out. We've done a Friday in three weeks. No, I know we've done like two. Yeah, I think we've done a Friday. I think since week two. Now it's week six, so yeah. pretty bad. But we're getting the picks out at least, and it's working. It is. It's almost better not to talk about it because I think, and we're doing, I like how we're doing it. You know, we're doing it Saturday at midnight. We need our picks in. So it's like, we have the most information as possible. Yeah. And down I, the wire. I, like, I know that's, that's no excuse. I mean, we're here to perform in front of, like, we're here to perform in front of the internet. Like that's, that's what we're here to do. So yeah, it's not fair that we're, we're doing it off screen and we're, we're winning here. We need to get some victories. All live on air. It won't happen this week, though. But we're gonna try our best. Anywho, next week. Probably. Next week, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna force ourselves to cancel all of our Friday plans until the pod's over. We just gotta figure out how to do them. It's just your it's it's work and school. Now that now that we're not synced anymore. Yeah, it's a bad combo. Yeah, cause all right, we'll figure it out. Anyways, lots to talk about. Speaking of the wise picks, four and two this week. That's right. That it was just so four. Uh, we were what three, two and one last week. Four and two this week. Mm-hmm. Where we're on the up, and the two teams to mess us up were the nine point favorite 49ers and the six point favorite Eagles. Both the undefeated teams. Rods. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them frauds? Absolute frauds. No, no, I don't think either of them are frauds. But I think the only good team this year is the Lions. I hope you're right. Still- it, was, it was a big day for my Lions one seed future. <laughs> it is. I mean, they look Somehow like the only team that's consistent. any sort of tiebreaker. But... Yeah, I mean, outside, I think it's because they've gone the longest since they had a slip up. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Yeah, like their slip up was week, week two or. And it was it was a good game. It was a shootout. It was a one score game at the end. Yeah. You know, they, it wasn't like a like this blunt. The, the Eagles blunder. They scored fourteen points and they haven't looked great yeah, all season. Horrible. Um, and the Niners, Niners couldn't move the football at all on the, on the the Browns defense. I can't believe that. So. I don't even know where to start. Let's start with the uh, let's start with the first one. Let's go with the Niners. You want to start there? Yeah. All right. We'll go with the Niners. I mean, this was it was shocking. And it's like I guess I guess at some point they were due for an off game, right? Like it was mm-hmm. only a matter of time. It just didn't feel like this was the week it was going to happen. When you have I I love how his name is Philip Walker. Yeah. In the box score. Yeah, yeah. Philip. That's, that's to me. But like. It didn't look good. Obviously, they didn't look good. Like, they don't even have a good offense when Watson is in there. He's out. The defense, like, they are good defensively, but it just felt like this Niners team was 
was going to score on anyone no matter what. And they went right down and scored, like, four minutes into the game. And I was like, wow, like, perfect. Like, let's put this in cruise control. And then later on the day, I'm like, what the hell is going on? It was like 10, 10 and a half. And um, McCaffrey goes down. I don't know. At, at what point did he go down? It, it was so on red zone. All of a sudden, he's not in there. And like, I, I, was, I think it was like, it was at least the, the second quarter. But I, I don't know specifically. So they, he at least went, I think, a whole half without him, though. It's, it's shocking that. They lost a game, giving up only one touchdown. Yeah. Like, if you told me that was going to happen, I'd say you're crazy. Yeah, and... They got field goal to death. They did get field goal to death, and they... Without, like, this perfect storm of injuries, they're up against probably the second-best defense compared to theirs in the league. Um, their, their weapons were going down like flies, it seemed like, throughout the game. Uh, that was my light that just fell. Oh, it actually, <laughs> my face is brighter now that the light fell, so that's funny. Room tour? Yeah, bring, the, bring everything around, show everyone. Uh, anywho, now, like they, it just, I think it rattled Brock Purdy a little bit. This is a good week for Brock Purdy haters, uh, for system quarterback yeah. believers. Um, but I, this is, it seemed like it's a weird game. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it means too much. I think these weapons... Like, the fact that Chris McCaffrey got hurt against the second-best defense in the league, I mean, it kind of makes, like, they did end up scoring They did end up scoring another touchdown in the second half, but it makes sense that their offense got slowed down. Um, what doesn't make sense to me is that they, kick, they drafted this kicker in the third round. This kicker, Jake Moody, missed this kick. Moody. They drafted him, I think it was third round, and he went one for Brutal and the and the game the game losing I guess field goal attempt, uh, mm-hmm. just just not not good good not good misses whatsoever. Like there is no excuses behind. Yeah. Do you think we talked about this with the Eagles too? Do you think they needed a loss like this? I don't. I. Yeah. I think so. And I think the fact that I don't know if they needed one like this though. Like this is such an odd loss as like against Philip Walker. It just doesn't make it, it That's what I'm saying. Like you don't want to you'd almost rather lose to the Browns without Watson than the like the Eagles at the Cowboys. Yeah, that's that that's actually a good point. Because then Yeah, yeah. That that's a good point. That same with the Eagles. You'd rather lose to the Zach Wilson Jets yes. than Right. Some other NFC contender. It's kind of like a wake up. It's like, okay, like we're not invincible, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Piled in every single week or we're going to lose games. Yeah, then I guess when you put it that way, I would say yes, they, they should. They would. They that's, do need this loss. Like, that's but... silver lining for teams that are probably in shambles this week, even though they're both only have one loss. I know the Eagles, like, the Eagles fans think that this team is garbage. Oh, yeah. These Eagles fans are ready to bury it. I, I walk in after, so I'm living with, a, with an Eagles fan, and I walk in after the game, because I was doing homework, and I come in, and I'm like, oh, Eagles, uh, Eagles, Eagles didn't end up, uh, ended up winning, right? And he's like, no, oh, the Jets, you know, the Jets took the win. And I was like, oh, it's all right. You guys look trash the other five games anyway, so 
<laughs> he was not he was not happy with it. But uh no, yeah, the Eagles yeah, they haven't put not together good. a complete game. No, they're averaging like this is a team I mean, I guess the Commanders and the Vikings game uh boosted up a little bit, but every other game is just right under 30 points. I mean, they just they look they're not as explosive as we I thought they would be and as mu- as explosive as they were last year. And they signed Julio Jones this week. I guess maybe to add some distraction. That yeah, I, that's that's a ring chasing call and good for Julio. I'm all about it for Julio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. And yeah, who do you think called first? Julio or the the Eagles? Yeah. I think the Eagles probably lost this. Like they lost this game and they're like, "All right, we need to give the fans something to <laughs> Something to, to grasp about. Something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Other than Jalen Hurts throwing three interceptions. Oh, he looked bad. He looked sluggish. Like that was. And he has like he has been mediocre this year. It's I'm I'm ready to as a big Jalen Hurts supporter. I'm I'm ready to admit that he has uh, like a, a groundbreaking mission. No, I mean he's he's averaging the same amount as interception or not averaging, but he's has the same amount of interceptions as touchdowns. Through the air, you know. He, I think I don't remember how. I don't know how many rushing touchdowns he has, but yeah, not his usual performances. Normally, he's cleaner than this. He looked, he looked really sluggish this game, and like it looked like he couldn't really get out of the pocket as much. These Jets pass rushers were going after him. Um, mm-hmm. he, he looked rattled, and doesn't like that's not. It's funny because when you look at the two quarterbacks that both these teams lost to, they didn't have good games at all. Both these t- quarterbacks were terrible. Zach Wilson wasn't good at all, oh, yeah. and Philip Walker was awful. So, like, it, they ba- they basically both lost the same game. Very weird. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And I don't like. Yeah, Zach Wilson, not even a touchdown. Like, pretty gross box score. <laughs> There's something wrong with the NFL this year. Something off. What, like, offensively? Yeah, there's, like, an offensive epidemic. Who, what, like, yeah, all the... It's true. What, what mean, teams it, are good? It, it, what offenses are good? like, exciting games. At all. The Commanders-Falcons like, Commanders was... one that was. Commanders-Falcons was probably the best game of this week. It honestly might have been. Like, look, well, look at these other games. Uh, at Giants-Bills. Giants-Bills ended up being electric. Giants Bills had a fun ending, but it was a shitty game. Yeah, it was an awful game. Yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> Cowboys Chargers was like all right. Both it it this this one fiddled out at the end, you know. Yeah, I guess all these games. Vikings. Yeah, we had a lot of bad games this week. I can't name one. I good don't know game. what's going on. Like I, when I was looking back at this, like trying to remember some of the notes, I was like, dude, there's like not even the Chiefs were fun on Thursday. Oh, that was one of the worst. And they trade now; they're stuck with Michael Hardman as their number one. Like they're they're grasping for straws. I don't know, and maybe it's overreactions. Like I, but we we gave it excuses. Oh, the preseason they they cut a week out. Now you got to adjust for that. They're sluggish the first couple of weeks. This is week six now. Trade deadline's coming up in two weeks, and I can't think of any moves because I can't think of any teams that are good. Like I'm trying to think of people like that are and I like you could pick out the sellers, you know, the Bears, 
the Colts, the Giants, my Patriots, uh, hell, like the, the Packers or the Broncos. And I guess there's some contending, but like, there's no one that, there's nothing that like changes any of my opinions for any of these. If they, and I'm sure there's, there's a trade that can happen. That, that I play, I'm eating my words here, but I mean, NFL trade deadline is never like super exciting, right? No, never, like a big name on the market, really. No, that's true. But I just there's, there's an absent, there's a void of. I think it's just power like void. A, yeah, there's a power void and just watchability void. Like there's a lot of these games are <laughs> god awful. And when you look at next week, it doesn't get much better. Saints, Jags, and freaking is Trevor even playing? Tomorrow, progress oh, very hurt. well. Uh, for some reason, somehow I, or not somehow, but for some reason, Trevor popped up on Twitter and it was like, "Oh, Trevor Lawrence might not play tomorrow." Injury report: Quarterback is dealing with a knee injury, describing as a knee sprain. Not considered. He should play though. All right, optimistic he can play yeah. Thursday night. But the Saints, the dome. Saints are trash. Shut up about the dome. I'm tired of the dome. <laughs> the dome is garbage. Uh, the Browns, Browns, Colts might be fine. Ravens, that's a good game. That's the no, that by far that's the best game. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Giants has the possibility game. to be fun. Steelers, Rams also has the possibility to be fun. So does Eagles, Dolphins. The we got Steelers are never fun. Yeah, that's true. On paper, they could. I mean, this game could be fun. Giants Commanders? Could that be fun? That's what I'm saying, yeah. All right. NFC Beast. Okay. Daniel Jones is Vanilla Vic. This is, all right, this is what I need right now. Before we can continue to rest, talk about the rest of these play, crappy though. games, let's preview because it, it'll give me optimistic to watch some NFL football again because, my God, the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, but no, Lions, Lions, Ravens, this is the best game. That's probably the best game we've gotten in like two weeks, at least on paper. Eagles Dolphins. That's yeah. Sunday night. That's that's an excellent Sunday night. Finally, yeah. Finally, we get a good a Sunday game. night game. That is a that's real a game. game right there. Vikings 49ers could get wacky too on Monday night. Yeah, if Kirko Those shows Vikings up, are good. Kirko shows up. Hey, they could. You know, they win this or three. I mean, I guess I never know what's a death sentence or not. They're right back in the swing of things. I know. When the Jets, I was watching, rewatching the highlights of the Jets Eagles game the end of the Mm -hmm. last five minutes while i was waiting for you and it says right after they win they're like and the and the jets restart their season and i was like (laughs) oh boy we're we're already there zach wilson and the jets are restarting their season that's two in a row it is two in a row big deal i mean three and three at this point in the season is like that's their next three games are giants chargers raiders and this week proves that one there. this week proves that if you if Zach Wilson if you make sure he doesn't turn over the ball this defense is good enough to win these games. Mm-hmm. Man, we yeah. watching out for the Jets. Probably top top three. Top what? Top three defense. Hey, Rodgers moving around pretty well too. I still refuse to believe that's actually going to happen. He plays in January. But he's out there. I need to see a documentary immediately. (laughs) 
Okay, what game do you want to talk about? We're getting yeah, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Um, well, what I guess, other, well what we got to finish. We, we got yeah, we got to finish our wise picks. All right, I, we have the Lions them. minus three. Yeah. Um, so, well, let's get there. Let's go this, Lions. I, I think this is the start of the Baker decline, probably right. Yeah, he looked like he was he was awful. Really bad. This this is the Bucks I expected, ball. like six points and yes, this the, is <laughs> yeah the total <laughs> offensive yards of under three hundred. That's that's this is the Bucks and years I expected. Yeah, <laughs> that adds up. Uh, Amon Ra finally had like a a nom him game and kind of not lackluster for normal standards, but for his standards, he's just been all right this year. This was like a, a coming out party for him this year. It was it was good as as someone who has him in my fantasy league. It was good to good to see him. We, we had a yeah, wise bull. Yeah, I was gonna say we had a wise bull. My team. I think he hung thirty though. Yeah, he did. Hung, he did hang thirty. I remember you you texted. It was late in the the later rounds of games in the four o'clock games, and you were like, "I'm a little nervous," mm-hmm. and you were up by like fifty. And I then like Amon Rob was still scoring. no was, no way. It was like an you, eight point uh, game, and you had your kicker. It wasn't that close. Yeah, yeah. It was that close. <laughs> that kicker's... It, so, I think I went into Sunday night up like 12 or 13. So I felt good. But, I don't know. If they kick a bunch of field goals, then I'm done. You want to hear my relationship with that kicker? It's the Bills kicker. I don't know his name mm-hmm. off the top of my head right now. Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass. So Tyler Bass, earlier this year, he... Won me the first week alone based off what the Bills are kicking. And then a couple weeks later, um, I picked up the Colts kicker, Matt Gay, because I was like, I think the Colts, like the Bills are just going to just score touchdowns. And like, I think that was like the week before we had like four points, like four extra points. Mm -hmm. And I get Matt Gay, he gets zero points. So I go, all right, I'm going back to Tyler Bass. And now he shits the bed against you. And- <laughs> you can't, you can't play that game with kickers. You just gotta commit to one. No, that I know. And now, and now I want to get rid of Bass again. And I know the second I get rid of him, he's gonna yeah. do great. Yeah, you just gotta ride with him. But yes, that is a, that is a wise bowl win for me. That's two and zero this year in wise bowls. Yeah, yeah. Let me write that down. <laughs> You gotta start picking against me just to get back. I, you're right. Record wise, there, there's a there's there needs to be some strategy involved because you're you're taking some of these that I I hate, and one of them was the Giants this week. Funny. Um, yeah, I let's just get to that now while we're there. Yeah, I I felt insane because the last time I picked the Giants it was a complete travesty. It was a prime time game again. <laughs> 15 points sounded like so many. And I didn't even think this game was going to be close. What I was hoping for is they were going to be down like 17 or 20 at the end of the game and then a back or cover, like score a touchdown with a minute left. That's what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I did not expect this to come down to the final play. And like it kind of got jobbed. It did kind of get jobbed. That was pass interference in the end yeah. That was Patrick. I don't give a, I, like I don't care. I don't feel bad for them, especially because of last year, the game at at FedEx yep, when yep. McLaurin was body bagged, bugged in the end zone. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, good for Tyrod. They they weren't good offensively, but 
I said last week that this defense is pretty good. Like their offense is just so atrociously bad that it doesn't even keep them in games. They're the NFC New England Patriots. They are. They, they might be. Yeah. They they might be. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, their offense is so fucking bad, and somehow <laughs> they're they're right at the end with the one of the perennial favorites to win the Super Bowl. That la- the last drive was great. And this is all like, like they're managed really well. And this is this is all on Allen. They had a running game this this week. Yeah. They had the running game. Yeah, it was there this week, and nope. Uh, they, I mean, they did it. They still I mean, won, do you, like, like, do you even feel happy about that? I guess you do because you won, but can't be feeling good. No, if you're the Bills, there's no way. They've you're had right, they had two weeks at three weeks where they look like the Bills and they look dominant. The last two weeks, they well, obviously they lost. Last week, and this week, like poopy. I would not be feeling good. You need they need to get right game this week. I, they should have. Yeah, no, they they're they're gonna look fantastic this week. They probably will. They'll probably stomp the Pats in New England. I mean, of course, of course. I hope this offensive struggle continues, but. I mean, if what you said is true, and they're the NFC New England Patriots, then we should be in for a good game. That's a good point. And That's how that works. They <laughs> should like the – I mean, the Giants aren't doing this on purpose, and they paid Daniel Jones $40 million. Luckily, the Pats did not. But, like, they, they started their backup. Look, their offense moved a little more effectively than it, than it did all season, right? Like, come on. I don't know if it did. <laughs> I don't know. But it, they scored. Okay, but I you, guess they have. No, you you're you're so missing two. I'm not looking at this. They're missing fourteen points. They're at the one yard line twice, and they ran out of time yeah, both times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at least six. Yeah, give them that. Yeah, yeah. Like halftime, that was that was ridiculous. And Dable was losing his mind. I was like, your fault, buddy. Yeah, like don't call run play. Yeah, you're you're the man, man. It's not worth the risk. No, not when you're that team on the road. Mm-hmm. Like you can't risk that. I get that it's Barkley, and you expect him to score, and theoretically you should have enough time to get up and spike it, but just don't risk it. So that was that was ridiculous. I want to read a. But this was. They've they've had two games where they've scored less than nine points. Their offensive totals this year. Zero, 31, 12, 3, 16, 14, or 9. Oof. That's disgustingly bad. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, they're, they're the worst offense in the NFL. You think they're worse than the Pats? Mm. Pats are abysmal, dude. <laughs> like, they're abysmal. These Barclays are All right, let's, we'll play the same game. Patriots, 20, 17, 15, 3, 0, 17. I don't I mean, know if I, anyone's doing math there. I think no, those I are think pretty it, close. Yeah, they, they are. They got to be pretty close. Uh, adding the Giants have an outlier, though, which you almost can't count. And it's not the zero. It's the 31. <laughs> yeah, the 31 is the highest by far. Okay, this is... 
they stunk. They're both terrible. Both terrible offenses. Broncos are pretty shitty too. Right, yeah, Broncos might be the worst. And the Bears. Uh Colts are pretty crap. Ah, Bears hung forty. That's true. And the week before they scored like thirty five. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh twenty eight. But now Fields is down. So before we move on to the next pick, when we're doing this discussion, I text Chris, you know, what do you want? He says Giants plus fifteen. I said, Daniel Jones, you know Daniel Jones isn't playing, right? It's Tyler Taylor. He goes, Oh yikes. I send him back. Do you want to keep it or change it? You said, oh. <laughs> you did I don't did you did it matter which quarterback was in? No matter who was playing at quarterback. No, it didn't. No. I I said oh yikes and then I like thought about it. I don't think I really cared. No. Clearly it doesn't matter. If Daniel Jones is not giving me any more points than that. My brain. I don't think the odds makers would have cared either. No. Maybe it would have gone down to like 13 and a half. Yeah, if he's that. all he's like one and nine in prime time. Oh, he's terrible, terrible. All right, a, an actual fun offense that now got some injuries. The Rams of Los Angeles. Puka Nakua's first down game still had four catches, but it was the Cooper Cup show. Cooper Cup was just dicing up the the Cardinals defense. Tyron Williams was great all game. Ended the game with a ankle injury. Looks like this guy named Zach Evans out of Old Miss and and apparently TCU. Saw him uh, on the waiver wire. I saw him on the waiver wire too. He went for like nineteen of our free agent dollars. So someone's paying a pretty penny for him. You know who else is the backup? Williams is supposed to miss multiple games. I didn't know that. Rolls Royce. Yeah, Rolls Royce maybe. Yeah. <laughs> classic good for him for staying in the league this long i know he outdid sony michelle i think i don't know if they're the same draft or not but they're pretty close the is there like is there anything to update in this game there's nothing to update here i i think the cardinals little like honeymoon phase of oh they're not that yeah bad. like they're, they're frisky, frisky. no they're, they're trash they're, yeah they're yeah, trash i think it's <laughs> They are who we thought they were. I will say Josh Dobbs can run, though. Yeah. Yeah, he can do a He's little bit. He's not the worst quarterback in the NFL. And they, they activated Kyle, or I don't know if they've activated him, but he's practicing again. Kyler Murray. Oh, Murray, back. yeah. Yeah. And Buda Baker. So, some reinforcements coming for then? his take. Yeah, they maybe do, they are. They do look awful. They don't want to win, so I don't think it's going to get any better. <laughs> Anywho, well, all right, let's see. Let me just look at the board. I mean, actually, we have one more pick. Bengals. Bengals minus three. So close to a push, thankfully. That last field goal. I thought they were back, but they're not. The Bengals? Yeah. No, they're not back. Like, you're happy. You At, at this point, you don't care because you started out so poorly that you just have to get wins on the board. But I don't know, man. They're ugly too. There's some about every offense in the league. Like same with the Seahawks. (laughs) That's yeah, that's true. But the like the Seahawks should be better than this too. Yeah, Gino is a pumpkin. He's a pumpkin. If you if you told us last year that Seahawks Bengals would end with a combined thirty points, we would be we would be we would we would laugh. We would look at you with laugh. Taking the over in June. Oh, I yeah, exactly. 
Over under 30. I would have hammered the overs. Put my mortgage on it. <laughs> like, ugh. And it, another just sloppy, honestly lame game. All these are just lame-ass mm-hmm. games. Um, I don't know. Bengals, the, again, did we learn anything? Learn that they, like, it seems like all these teams that are winning are just outlasting the other defense. You know, they're just survive. Like they are literally, and I guess it's the name of the game. They're scoring more points, but like by the skin of their teeth, they are barely scoring more points than mm-hmm. these other teams. So when we discuss them, and it's every week, it's the same goddamn games we're watching. It's impossible to like. Unless we want to get into like the complete. You know, this player looked great, and this player looked great, but. It, it might just be that season. point in the season, where it's like everyone's just kind of. Man, like still kind of figuring things out. Like we made our judgments after a few weeks, and then these last few weeks, everything's kind of been thrown up in the air. By like week ten, I think we'll have it figured out. And then you'll have the teams that get hot before the playoffs, teams that are actually scary. So we just gotta ride out these next few weeks. I think you're right. And do we do this? I was trying to think before the pod, like do we do this discussion every year? Like, I don't, sometimes I don't think we do. No, no, I don't think we do. This, this feels different. Like complaining about the product on the field feels different. Yeah. Cause I like, I feel like I've never seen dumber coaches or dumber decisions on the field. And maybe it's cause I see it firsthand with my new England Patriots now. And I did see it the past two years, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see it with the light. So bad. You're just ready to swear off the whole thing. Yeah, ready to swear off the whole league. I, breaking think, up with your girlfriend, swearing off women. <laughs> it, I think it also could be like the fact that it's just, just really the Dolphins that could score 40 every week. No other team where I think that could score 40 every week. Not, not the Chiefs anymore. I mean, the Niners can. Like we can't, we can't look at this. Niners I can think of like the Niners, like in, a under a microscope of last Sunday. I'm aware. Okay, yeah, you're right. They could score. Like they've scored thirty yeah, every 30 week, every, yeah. except for this okay. week. And they went up against a really good defense. That's true. Yeah, but they like. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe because it's Black Purdy, or because it's like so many weapons on their team, it just feels different. But. It's them and it's the Dolphins that are good offenses. And the rest of the league. And Lions. Then the Lions and the Dolphins are the best offenses. And the rest are just kind of surviving until they figure it out. That's what it seems like. Because the Bills have the pieces. I mean, yeah, there's teams that you know are going to be fine. The Jags have looked good the last few weeks. Yes, the Jags will be fine. That's a, another one I want to kind of throw He's an animal. Yeah, he is. What happened this game? How did Trevor only throw for? Uh, he threw for under two hundred yards. How's that even possible? The deep, the, Minshew oh, oh wait, Minshew. Yeah, I was gonna say Minshew just kept throwing field position. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not not a great game for the Gardner. I brand. think the Ram. All right. I think the Rams. Are they're a fun? I think they're a pretty good offense. You can have some scares. I don't know. Everything you said about Stafford, you think they're fun? Yes. Now I do. I've seen the light. <laughs> I did. We didn't. We go over this. <laughs> I, I saw a renaissance. I, yeah, the Rams. Matthew Stafford got resurrected in my mind. He's like my, he's like football Jesus to me now. 
Just wait. I I wanna. I I can't wait for for Stenson Bennett to break out. They're gonna win a Super Bowl with him. I've no, I, I I promise you, they're gonna win a Super Bowl with this. Kid. Yeah, absolutely not. It's just <laughs> gonna be another Rosen tweet. No, no, no. I don't like. I don't actually. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's a good player. I just think like he's like the Brock Purdy mold. Like he can just get it done. You know. I don't think he's good. I just think. He I can guess get he it could. Done. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I'm fair. I'm talking out of my complete ass, but I think it would be funny if it if it came true. It's just a vibes prediction. Yeah, and he won what two back to back national champions based off those vibes. So that's yeah, he did do that. I'm looking at the. I just keep like when we keep rolling past these terrible box scores, the Pats Raiders just looking at me, and it's like, do I even want to talk? Yeah. About all right. It? Yeah. You want to just do that now? Get that out of the way. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Or this is a dysfunctional podcast. I will have to say that. That's what I have to <laughs> for for myself. That's what I have to say for the New England Patriots. I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say at all. Um, Devondre DeAndre Parker should be cut. <laughs> Stevenson could be cut. Um, it's funny, my like I think my fa- after this week, my favorite offensive player might be Zeke for that failed touchdown run <laughs> that got held back. Um, I I really I felt bad for him. I was like, that's the only person I feel bad for on this team, Zeke, because he just ran seventy Zeke. yards. He ran seventy yards, gassed out the whole team just for Hunter Henry to hold, and they to be called back. Where do you start? So I'm looking at next week. You are nine point underdogs to the Bills at home. That's got to be the biggest home spread against the, the Bills under Belichick. It's right? the Bills. We own the yeah. Bills. We're supposed to own the Bills. Ah, what do I mean? What am I? What am I supposed to say here? I think the only game we win the rest of the season is if Gardner Mitchell is still playing in that Colts game. That's an if. This is gonna be a fun Wise Bowl when we play. This is Coming gonna be, up. It's the most like three weeks. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited too. <laughs> Cause like I don't care if we lose. Like I don't. Like I have no <laughs> issue if we lose here. Um, speaking of losing and tanking, did you see Caleb Williams said? That he would want to be a part owner of whatever team that drafts. Him. Yeah, I don't even believe that. And you can't no, be, neither I do can't I. Can't be coming out after you lose. No, that that is. There's no good. way that's real. But yeah. that was one of those lame those NFL accounts trying like, to get you on whatever and yeah, GPA yeah. football and MLA football. Those accounts suck. The true or false They're accounts. Yeah, like true or false. This should have been pass interference on so and so. If you engage with those accounts, you are a loser. <laughs> like you're what's wrong with NFL Twitter. Not let them bait you. They just repost other people's stuff. Yeah, no, they steal. They, they, like, they don't it's, find, it's blatantly obvious. No. Yeah. So, yeah. If you have any, any love for the game or respect for, for what these people do, do not engage with those guys on Twitter. I've almost blocked them. You know who might not have any more love for the game is Bill Belichick. That his and I he's on the lax. I think his new his new love is just like doing the exact opposite of what all the fans want. And <laughs> he so he denounces 
We, we, we signed Malik Cunningham to a three-year deal, the original deal that he signed as a UDFA. And so he's the backup quarterback. He's, he's activated for the game. He doesn't, they don't have him practicing throwing the football uh, pregame to hide him, to save, his, save what they're going to do with him. He doesn't get a target. He doesn't, get a, he doesn't throw the ball. Um, he's out there for six plays, and each one of those plays, he stands perfectly still and doesn't do a single thing. <laughs> Besides, unless he That's runs a route that Matt did that with Lamar, didn't they? Yeah, and I just, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. It'll, it'll come. He might I, actually be bad. Have you thought of that? that I don't. Like I, I, I don't. Not good? I, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, he he can get he can move like Mac can't throw anyways. So if this kid can't throw, at least he can run. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good point. And I was talking to my my dad, and he was talking like he was saying, you know, Mac like his it's true. Mac really doesn't have any protection. Weapons are trash. And I was just looking at him, and I was like, yeah, but it, like at least this kid, this this Cunningham kid, if everyone else on the team sucks, at least I can think that this kid is electric when the football's in his hands, you know? Whether he's throwing it or running with it, at least when it's in his hands, I know, like, when I, it's in it's Mac Jones' hands, I know it's probably going to be an incompletion or a freaking There's like at least hope. I think or something exciting will happen. I think this is it's very it's gonna be really sad because I've seen things all over the Twitter and everything of all these guys that the Panthers could trade. Um including my guy Duggar, Real Peppers. No. Uh the two edge rushers were the, the two heartbreakers for me. Judon and Uche, I saw like rumors, you know. I mean, yeah. it's not any not not that any of that's going to happen, but those are the guys that you're looking for on this Pats team that actually have value for the upcoming upcoming mm-hmm. season. It'll be interesting to see if they, they do shred some of those guys from the deadline. I think they should. Knowing them, I don't think they will. Yeah. But teams like the, like, the fact that the Texans look, have, look like they have more offensive confidence it's just very depressing. Titans have more offensive confidence than half of the NFL right now. I know, and they had and they had a game where they scored nine points as well, and they they do have more offensive confidence than a lot of teams. All right, let's talk about Monday night. That was a weird game. I told you we were going to learn nothing from this game. I still feel like we learned nothing from this game. <laughs> Besides. I think it's finally like Herbert fraud watch. Yeah, it felt like this was the first time that social media was on that. And it wasn't just like the people like the Herbert truthers. Like, guys, like Herbert, not that good. Now it was kind of like, like I saw somebody who's like, this is the first time that a loss has actually been on Herbert. That's he was bad. People would blame him. He was real bad. Yeah. And there, you know, it's bad when the NFL highlights, you know, 
when you watch a highlight reel, it's normally always completions and like big plays and uh, positive yardage most of the time. They were showing highlights of his misses. That's how important and bad they were. And late in the game, they they go for it on fourth down. They eventually get this touchdown, but he throws Austin Eckler a little out route. Or he's a little, you know, he's going out out in the flats, and he throws it to him. And he throws it so late that he gets tackled for no yards. So if he throws that on the money when he's supposed to, that would have been an immediate touchdown. The the Keaton Allen throw on first down late in the game was egregious miss. Uh, there was a couple in the end zone earlier that made them kick a field goal in the third quarter that were pretty bad. It, it, and it wasn't like the coaching decisions I didn't think were bad. I think they went for it when they were supposed to go for it. Um, it, it, it was on. It was on Herbert. Full disclosure: the Phillies were on this night, and I didn't get to watch much of this game. Um, <laughs> you, you did you see the fan? But the the the, the Asian I lady. I saw plenty about the fan. The, she was on Pat McAfee's theory. show. No, I'm all for this conspiracy theory. I because I saw the day the next day. Yeah, she just happens to be on Pat McAfee's show. Did the NFL pay someone to be a Chargers fan? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's like, maybe she's a wealthy lady and she doesn't have to go to work, or she can afford to take an hour off in the middle of the day. Where? Maybe she just likes football. That's why she has season tickets. But did you see the the Chargers? Did you see her in supposed uh, Vikings gear? I did. I thought I read that that's because her kid was on a team called the Vikings. And I think she said that she like they became Chargers fans when they moved like five or six years ago. Which I don't like. Okay, but she. I think you're a real fan. This is the best is. Who cares if the Charger, if the vile Chargers fan is also a Vikings fan? <laughs> it is funny because who cares? But it, I would, I would rather, I would rather it's just believe one of those social media things. No, and I'd rather believe that the NFL paid someone to be a Chargers fan. So I, th- I think that's way better than that than, belie- than believing that there's actual Chargers fans. How many times do they show her? Is it like, was it more than once? Oh, it was like four or five times, I think. Maybe not four or five, but I think it was like at least twice. I didn't, I didn't understand either. Like it was just a lady who was into the football game. People were eating it up. People were eating <laughs> it up. I think it's because she was just so intense, so passionate. She wasn't. I know she has. She has nothing on me. Like actually, she actually has nothing on me. Like, is that not what every real fan looks like? Like, I'm tweaking out when I watch these games. I just think it was so shocking that a Chargers fan was so into it. They had to show That's it. true, yeah. She was she, she just happened to be a Chargers fan. They need to bring her to like they should just like bring her to like let's bring her to the athletics. Bring her to an athletics game. You know? Uh let's get her let's get her to like a WNBA game that doesn't have a lot of fans. Like let's just get her all over the place, you know? Let's get her mm-hmm. the 
Yeah, don't sure. waste your on the Chargers. Yeah, honestly. Like, why stop at the Chargers? There's a lot of fan bases that need help. And New Maryland football game. Clearly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Clearly, this this girl gets the publicity going. So let's let's ship her around the country. I'm all for it. Not not only who cares if she's a Vikings fan. Let's <laughs> let's in the circus. Let's celebrate that and that she's a fan. Let's just <laughs> she should just be a like when Rob Lowe came with the shield hat. That's what she she should be a yeah. fan of the shield, and she should go to every single NFL game and just root for both teams. She gets paid hourly. <laughs> Like by the stadium, just come and don the gear. I think team it is. It's I think the, the real question should be not like is she fake or was she an actor? Why the hell was she on Pat McAfee? <laughs> I, don't know. I would love to know. Like, have you watched that show yet? No, I, have I haven't. Not. Like, I used to listen to their podcast, but it's been a while, so like, I haven't watched since. Like since they even started doing video podcasts, I haven't watched, so I don't know what it's like on ESPN. I I throw it on sometimes when it, in the living room, and I'll just like leave it on and do whatever. Yeah. And I was listening to it the other day, and they had Raheem Mostert on, and that was a good interview. Like he was talking about, like I, I he was talking about like Raheem, how Michael Vick is in Chicago. If he's not interviewing someone, I don't I don't like. I don't really care about that. That his crew, you know, like, I don't yeah. think it's a little posse. Yeah, uh, but I know people <laughs> like Ethan. Ethan, are a, a, a classic wise guest, he is a huge Pat McAfee fan. He watches almost every day. But it's like when it's on air like that, it's just, it's just like, um, what is it? Get up or, um, what's the yeah first take or. Yeah, undisputed. Live. Good morning, football. I just don't know why the hell this Chargers fan need to be interviewed. I don't, I don't either. The Cowboys uniforms look nice, though. I bet they good numbers. Really? You like this? Uh, the white? I, I thought they were clean. As much as I hate the Cowboys, I, I their original white uniforms with the silver helmet is like an iconic look. I don't know why they get away from it. Well, now everyone, like, now that they, Chris, don't you understand how this works? Now that the NFL gives a rule that allows you to get another helmet, you have to have another helmet. Or else you're the loser team that doesn't That's, have another yeah, helmet. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. No, I get that. But All power to them. I'm yeah. just saying that I don't like it more than their other one. Yeah, That's fair. I thought it was a cool switch up. <sighs> Anything we missed this week? We're all over the place. We are. This was, uh, you just. You know, the Chargers. Every game they played it in this has been a one-score game. Yeah, I'm sure that's been the stat for like five years now. <laughs> I like. I'm serious. I feel like that's been the same. Uh, I want to find. Yeah, you never get blown out. They never blow people out. When was the last? I'm looking at it right now. Their last non-score one-score game was. Oh no, that's preseason. It might have been against the Rams. Chargers. January 1st. First, first day of the new year was the last day that they had a non-one-score game. Which I guess isn't that long. It was the second to last game of the season. But last season they had, I'm pretty sure, two games that weren't not one score. That's, that's 
since four. Okay, this Pass- is since twenty twenty. Thank you, thank you to StatMuse. Okay, since twenty twenty, their point differential is minus seventeen, which is the closest to zero of any team. Same. And over that stretch, they're twenty eight and twenty seven. And notice how it's minus seventeen. Yeah, right. Because it's never enough. Nope. It's they're just right on the edge every time. Yeah, that's that's a couple field goal like couple heartbreaking missed field goals added up. Maybe a missed touchdown added oh, yeah. up in there. <laughs> makes it seventeen. Safety in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yep. Alright. You wanna get some college? This NFL was a mess. Hey, you just skipping past my team? Oh, you're right. That was an electric game. I won this week. No, I know, I know, I know. I, I think I forgot because I said that that was one of the entertaining games and then we never talked about it. Commanders Falcons. Yeah. So I I had to listen to this game on the radio because I was driving back from Blacksburg, which I can get into on College Corner. But um, part of the second half, I was feeling great. Like Powell throws three touchdowns in this game for the first time of his career. They were up. 24-10, feeling great. Like, um, defense have been playing well. So, on the surface, it feels like a great win. But they don't lose this, or they don't win this game if Desmond Ritter isn't the worst quarterback in the NFL. He sucks. Like, that dude. He gave you guys the win. not stop throwing interceptions. <laughs> no, he gave you guys he the win. He threw the one in the end zone and then the one on the last drive that was literally, like, just a slant route. It was guarded, like, man on man. It wasn't, like, Ralph got jumped or anything. Did you see the last interception? Yeah. Yeah, he just... It was right horrible. And the one in the end zone was horrible, too. I, Arthur so, Smith was the biggest I mean, I loser get, in the like, game. Poor Arthur. He what? Arthur Smith was the biggest yeah. loser. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. And, he did, well, he a little... I felt bad for him until he went for two, down 14. Yeah, that was a nerd move. I was like, come on. Don't be, don't be a nerd. Just go kick the extra point. And they jumped off sides. It was a, a two-point conversion yes. for the one, and they didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. There was also, like, I think the most... Washington Redskins slash Commanders play ever happened, and it was when Deron Payne got set, dislocated his finger before the ball was snapped, and then fell off sides because he was in so much pain oh. with his finger. <laughs> he popped it back in place, but yeah, he I guess like when he bent down to get in his three point stance, st- yeah, he hurt his finger. Oh. His finger popped. And then he fell forward and got a, a neutral center <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Like, oh my gosh, if that doesn't sum up the last 25 years. We need to talk about... I am, I am happy. We need to talk about the, the elephant in the room. What's the elephant in the room? Oh, Manuel Forbes. I mean, there's nothing to talk about because he didn't play. <laughs> he didn't play. Hey, him and Gonzalez are in the same spot right now. They're not playing. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. They're definitely in the same spot. You're right. You're right. You're, all right. You know what? Spinzo. Gonzalez on the field? Spinzo. <laughs> Is he on the field? No, he's not on the field. Did he play last week? No. Did Forbes play last week? His Forbes. 
Four, his, his, his four is completely out. That's my question. His four is completely healthy because I know Christian Gonzalez is. Plead the fifth. I believe. Plead <laughs> the fifth. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, the the miraculous difference that that made over the span of two weeks. They went from giving up 40 to the yeah, third. Fucking, they're so much better. They're points. so much better with him off the field. <laughs> <laughs> Or at 250 yards against him. The second they bench him, the quarterback throws three picks. <laughs> <laughs> and like this, it's it's not all because that like the Falcons are are a bad offense. <laughs> They're not like Ritter does stink, but yeah, it's especially when the guy that started over him is Danny Johnson, who's been on the team for like five years and has never been a starter. Like they just he's like their fourth DB, fifth DB maybe. They just throw him out there when they need him. Don't they don't you guys have a so, yeah, undrafted free agent corner too? Maybe. Maybe not. But I, I could I thought I heard some guy that got undrafted in this draft. This draft? Oh, I was wondering what happened with all of Sam Howell's yards, mm. just like Trevor, but I remember the, the Jameson Crowder so. punt return. Jameson Crowder being back on yeah, the, and, the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. The the other thing is that they didn't move the ball an inch after they went up 24-10. Yeah. Like, they had so many chances to put this game away and just kept going three and out or getting, like, one first down and then punting, and that was incredibly frustrating. It's like, you got to pick, you have all the momentum, all you need is like a four or five minute drive, do some clock, you don't even have to score points, just flip the field, and they could not do that. And that was driving me bonkers. They disappeared in the second half. Because when it gets like that, you're just waiting, and waiting, waiting for the, the, the other team to just crawl back. Yeah, I was like, there's no way that this game doesn't go to overtime. There's no way in my mind. When they scored, when they made it a one-score game, I was like, it's over. Going to overtime, and then they're going to lose. Yeah, and if Ritter doesn't throw that pick, but you're probably right. The, the Medtage fan. Yeah, but if Ritter doesn't throw that pick, you might you might be right. Could have gone to overtime. That pick and the pick before that. The pick before that. <laughs> He's trash, dude. He's not good. I know, and you look at all these other teams that could have had Lamar Jackson and would have been so much more fun than the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. Imagine the Falcons, and I guess they wouldn't have gotten Bijan because they probably would have had to give up that pick. Mm -hmm. But with Tyler Algier, you have Patterson at that time, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Janu. I mean, that's way better than what the Ravens have, right? A million times Mm -hmm. better. And like you feel the Falcons, you're kicking yourself. I mean, I guess you had to, you had to see what it was. You had to see if Ritter was the guy. I'm not gonna blame him for that. Mm-hmm. You had to see. Yeah, no, you can't fault. And I think, like, I don't, you know, continue to start him, see how he plays still. But I think the the jury's getting pretty. Clean. I, dude, I don't know. When you have Heineke, you'd rather play you Heineke. Could legitimately win this division. 
I don't know. I feel like you have to. No? CBS CBS Sports agree, would agree with you. Said that they uh, <laughs> yeah, but the the team has come out and said that they won't. They're not making a TV change yet. Okay. Arthur Smith did say he had to. We have to eliminate interceptions. That's not gonna happen. Not with this guy, though. I mean, that's also not gonna happen with Heineke. All fairness. Yeah, no, you're not switching to Heineke. No, I'm going to push back on that one. There's no way. No, breaking news. The Aces defeat Liberty in Game 4 to capture their second consecutive WNBA title. Congrats to the Aces. Good job, Aces. Anyways, uh, the... Name an ace. What? Name an ace? Kelsey Plum. Name an ace. Oh, okay. And uh, she went to South Carolina. Uh, Asia Wilson. She's on Aces too. Boom, boom. <laughs> God. Uh, but I'm gonna have to push back on starting Heineke. You know that Heineke's like you know where his ceiling is, and I guess you've seen what this is game seven for Ritter, eight. Yeah. No. Nine. All right, let's get him double digits. Get him double digits games, <laughs> and then and then we'll call it. I, yeah, I think if we're getting to like the halfway point, a little past the halfway point of the year, and you're still in it for the division, but he's holding you back, I think you make the move. You have to. Yeah, if you're there's still in gonna, contention, that, for the and division, that's my yeah. prediction that there's going to come a point where they have to make a move. I don't mind it. I don't mind it, and I think this like. Heineke does not need to be – like, neither, neither does Ritter. Neither of them need to be anything special for this offensive club. Oh, yeah. No, they just need to get, the, get these playmakers the ball. All right. Now you ready for college? Yep. So, 3.30 game, Florida. Gamecocks are up 10, five minutes left, at home – and they sold the game. Completely sold the game. Like, oh my god! I like, there doesn't. I don't know how. I don't know what to say. The defense was torched all game. We had to stop. We got the stops that we needed, and then the offense punted the ball away and couldn't get any points late in the game. And there's just. I'm running out of things to give excuses to Beamer. You know, I'm running out of things to say. I need to see some wins. Billy Napier from the Florida Gators got hired after Gamecocks. And they they beat, I mean, I know they beat Tennessee, who we got stomped by, but why are they beating Tennessee and us and having a better record? Same, you know, it just bothers me. You know, this stuff. It wasn't their Super Bowl. I, it must have been Florida Super Bowl too. It must have been Florida Super Bowl because I don't know when our Super Bowl is, but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see when our Super Bowl is. I'd like to be announced. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't have much hope for this for this team going forward this season. I think next year, you know, I I, I think next year we have a lot of good young freshmen coming in, but we need to see this. 
I need to see the. I need to see a different game than the game I've been Thought seeing. You did this two weeks, huh? Had a bunch of good freshmen come in this year. Yeah, but we don't play them. We're gonna be forced to play them next year. I thought you like, you know, back to back kid classes coming. Started as like a jab, but yeah, no, it is. You're right. There is. It is. A, it was a good class this year. It'll build on the next year. And I, I just, I don't. I'm tired of hope. Hope's annoying. So. I'm just gonna accept the football team at that for what they are, and it's a four and two team or two and four. Sorry, a two and four team. They're not good. They really two and four. Yeah, they're two and four, and they gotta win. So hope saying they win Jack versus Jackson State, which is that I mean, who knows? They need to win. They need one, two, three, four, five. There's six games left. They need to win five of them, right? In seven wins for a bowl game. How many? Six wins. Six wins. Okay, so they need to win four of them. But they play Missouri, Texas A&M, Jackson State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Clemson. So give us Jackson State and maybe Vanderbilt. We have to upset upset one of those or two of those four teams. It might not even happen. It might not even get bowl eligible. That's that's not a great spot to be in. No, and going in from last year, and if you told me we might not be bowl eligible coming in, uh, coming into November, I would say you're crazy. And I know the schedule's hard, but you got to play the people. Like, we schedule it. We make the schedule. God, if it's so hard, just pick easier teams. God damn, that's what half these other teams do. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I'm just, yeah, I'm pissed. Now. I don't have anything to make you feel better. I'm no, there's nothing to make me feel better. It's just pissing me off now. I'm now mad. And <laughs> and there was like there there's stuff that I like in every one of these games. Like of course we scored 39 points. We we uh, Rattler looked great for three and a half quarters. Uh, the running game was good for most of the game. Just wasn't enough. Even Nick Harbour got a catch. He got a catch. I was so excited. Did he really? Yeah, he was playing. When I saw him on the field, I was so freaking excited that he got it, that he was playing. <laughs> and he got one. Oh yeah, catch. you did send me a picture of him on the field. Yeah, I did. Uh, like we had cool touchdowns. We had everything you could have wanted in that game, besides the turnover, and besides. Besides a win. Besides a freaking win. Yeah. No, I appreciate you trying, but there was nothing to make me. We even, we even blocked a field goal. You, how do you block a field goal and lose a game? <laughs> so I, I don't know what needs to happen, but I'm tired of hearing Beamer's excuses. That's all I know. What was the excuse this week? I don't even know. I didn't listen to his excuses. So, but apparently he okay. broke his foot kicking something. I did see that. Yeah, apparently that was that was like big big news yesterday that I did not. Uh, I did not see. Nor nor do I care about. I don't know why people. All right, you're up. What's up? Well, what's up with Maryland? Do much better. They uh, lost to Illinois on homecoming weekend. 
as 14 point favorites oh. just took a big stanky shit down oh. their leg it's like you're coming off the Ohio State game, which you played right with them for three quarters. Arguably outplayed them for three quarters. Oh. Everything unraveled. What? I'm just watching. It's just, shit your pants. You gotta shit your pants. <laughs> I thought maybe we, like, we haven't been recording this whole time. Or no, no. I'm like, I, I'm at, noises. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm like looking at everything and just like, oh my God. Setting my eyes. <laughs> Um. So yeah, you you had one bad quarter against Ohio State. You'd think that that would be like something to build off. Not that they even needed something to build off because they were five and zero. Now you come back home five and one. It's just like the worst possible thing that could have happened this season, because it was the first year where I think some people were actually starting to believe a little bit believe that maybe they could knock out Michigan or Penn State and they still could but it just kills every any any glimmery bit of momentum that they had it's such a bad it's one of the worst losses they've had since I've been here um, not <sighs> points wise but just like situational I mean like it was this homecoming is a, yeah and that the weather was bad they were huge favorites it's just, it's a stanky shit down the leg. That's that's what it is. Dude. It, and it, it just can't happen. This is, this is a dirty diaper. This, <laughs> it's a dirty diaper. This is a dirty I'm diaper. actually, I'm glad that this was the weekend I picked to not be here. This, like, this is as, as bad as you could imagine it. And I'm sorry, like, this is, and, and I'm not, I'm, like, and situational-wise, again. Not the football team, not right, the way yeah. that they played on the field, but the fact that it's homecoming, the fact that the momentum was there, the fact that now you guys have to go Northwestern, Penn State, 14-point favorites, homecoming. Your last two home games. There was a legit Your, la- your last two home games now. Games this year. And now you're not going to win another home game. Last two home games are Penn State. And yeah, Michigan. no. Michigan and Penn State. And they'll probably get beat. By either Northwestern or Nebraska. This is so yeah. It it is. It's a bummer. And like, coach, there's some coaching stuff that made no sense. Like they tried an onside kick. It's like you're not the team that tries the onside kick. Like they are. Yeah, they're yeah. A weird play like that. They had a bunch of penalties on defense. They ran a they ran the ball on a third and six field goal range at the end of the game um it's just this is making me depressed it's it's disheartening yeah this and they're still five and two like they're gonna make a bowl there's no way they don't make a bowl game but this was the year that like maybe things took a step forward yeah maybe you take like a cool maybe you get like a cool bowl game right and that's i think <clears throat> i don't think that's happening i think they finish eight and four which would be such a kick to the nuts. Even though eight and four is like the best thing that we could imagine. Anyway, I something funny did happen yesterday. I was taking a nap. I had a podcast on and I fell asleep and I wake up and my podcast finished 
and it goes to the next one, which is Maryland Sports Radio. But it was an episode from last week for the game. Oh, no. They're like, <laughs> and they're like, so the host's like, guys, what's like predictions rest of the season? Like, we all think they're going to win this Illinois game, right? And the one guy who's like the insider's like, it would be a disastrous loss. No. Lost this and I'm just like, I'm waking up from an app, like, oh, what's going on? I hear that. I'm like, didn't, yeah, I didn't need to hear that again. Oh, man. Hey, you want to, you want to, you want to smile for a second? SEC basketball sure. was today. Uh, media day. Yeah, here you go. And yeah, we had media day uh, we're, yesterday. We're, we're, we're back, baby. The, the, the basketball team. I saw Lamont walking to the facility today. I gave him a let's go, coach. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I, we're so bad. <laughs> um, and that, that's, it, bright, it brightened my day seeing. Basketball. Yeah, I'm juiced, man. I mean, <laughs> we, we were so po- we were so positive. Like, I mean, I wasn't, but you were so positive. Like two weeks ago, Commanders were doing right. What you know, about Maryland me? football team uh, yeah. was five and zero. Oh. Then the then the Bears lost. Illinois is Illinois is messing with you up. The state of Illinois is messing you up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the state. <laughs> It's causing tremendous losses to your football teams. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing that I didn't even say about the Commanders game. I was happy about this win. Like, the stink of the Bears game, I have not gotten over it. It's just still there. Like, it did not. Because they'd be 4-2. and two. Yeah, I know. Now you're tied with game not, out of first place. Now you're restarting the season, just like the, the Giants. Jets. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. but what I was going to say <clears throat> is it is mid-October right now and the Phillies are up 2-0 in the NLCS and I really don't care about any of my right now. I don't have the emotional bandwidth to process other sports. So if I've seen off my game today, that's why. We were both off our game. I'm just going to just throw it out there. We know that for sure. Um, <laughs> that's okay though that's okay um i think that's all we got right cool yeah that's all i got when's right. your when's your home opener for basketball i think ours is november 7th that's a great question it should be there so you know like the what are they called like the fan experience thing we talked about it last year they have like, yeah. different things. i uh t- i texted the my my buddy riley who i normally go to all the basketball games with uh wolford november 1st but i think it's exhibition oh, what? i think it's exhibition yeah, okay. but I, it's, it's for yeah it's for charity but it's still a game uh um, lost lost against wolford for charity uh, I mean, we, it would Wait, be a loss it... for charity. So, is it what? Wofford or Wolford? Uh, W O F F O R D. Wofford. What? They were in the tournament one year. <laughs> like almost beat somebody big. 
Who was it? They had some guy. Uh, they were oh, they, they were terrible. They didn't win a reads. game last year. They didn't win a game. Ah, okay. Let's not. Let's not. What it was? This guy McGee. Basketball. This is what I love about the tournament. It's just like these random teams that I always think are good because they had like one good year in the tournament. Oh, before we go, Chris, you were in Blacksburg this weekend. Was yeah, I saw what a, a real college football stadium looks like. And they're like they're terrible. They're two and four. They stomped Wake Forest, but like it's basically a sellout crowd. The tailgate, everyone leaves the tailgate forty minutes before the game starts, not forty minutes after the game starts. So that was that was kind of refreshing. Um <clears throat> everything they say about Virginia Tech is true in terms of like school spirit and Yeah, they're they're I've gone for a game. the game. The Enter Sandman was cool. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. I will say that the Friday night party scene kicked my ass. <laughs> what they're you, doing down there, but it's not what we do up here. Did you go? Did you leave it Saturday? Significantly impacted my enjoyment on Saturday. Did you leave Saturday after the game or stay? For yeah, we left Sunday. That sounds like a good trip. I I, I loved when I. It was it was a while ago. We were we were still visiting colleges, but I loved when I went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is it is cool. And it we, was homecoming weekend and like oh, that's there were cool. actually a bunch of alumni there. That's cool. Which was cool. Yeah. I bring that up because I love Maryland, but it was a good trip. The basketball team is playing Virginia Tech, my basketball team. And we were, mm. I thought it was in Virginia Tech. And I was going to go visit Merton, but it's in Charlotte. So mm. I might still be able to go. Yeah, I might still be able to go. Halfway. Yeah, we might be able to meet halfway. That'd be cool. I'm pumped for basketball season. We'll have plenty to talk about by then. Thank you all for listening. I, are you, though? I saw the preseason poll. Oh, no. Rank is low. <laughs> I want to be 14. Nowhere to go but up if, if we're ranked 14. That's true. It's just a lot of teams to be last. 14 teams. It's a lot of teams. Hey, Rothstein can be wrong. <laughs> just say that. Rothstein can yeah. be wrong. Oh, uh, no, and especially in basketball. Football, too, but preseason rankings mean nothing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely nothing. So, no, I, I'm, I'm just poking fun. Yeah, I like I have like some not warranted hope. I think we might actually not be bad. <laughs> we're definitely not. We're definitely not the fourteenth best SEC. Completely misguided. Yeah, we are completely misguided. Uh, okay, warranted. before we go, no one cares about this. But Wofford, two thousand eighteen to nineteen, they were thirty and five, eighteen and zero in the Southern Conference, and they were a seven seed in the tournament. Wow. Fletcher McGee, that's the guy who I was talking about. He broke the NCAA record for all-time career three-pointers made. And then shot like over 10 against Kentucky. (laughs) It was heartbreaking. I was like, I remember being so excited for that game. Because, you know, you're like watching all the bracket stuff. It's like, Fletcher McGee, Fletcher McGee, like this guy, he just shoots threes and literally didn't hit a shot. It was so sad. (laughs) But that's my, my tangent there. That's brutal. All right.
I think that's a good way to end the pod with Tanner McGee. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Fletcher. Fletcher, sorry, not Tanner. Tanner McGee, uh, McKee is the quarterback, the like rookie from somewhere playing for the Eagles. Nobody cares about that either. Anyways, thank you all for the listening. Stanford, I think. <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> thank you. I could name dudes in colleges <laughs> all night. <laughs> I know we could be sitting here all night, just like, oh, McKee, more like McAfee. I right, you know, name out five more players. Yeah. <laughs> He went to West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Just like, uh, just like Tavon Austin and Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see everyone <laughs> on the next, hopefully more organized episode.